I told you yesterday, 90% of the talk on Sports Talk Radio is all about college football. The semifinals and the college football playoff, it's mind-boggling and it's exciting. But what gets you on the hype train? The talk, the hype. You know, and I just feel like that's where a lot of the Canadian sports have kind of fallen off the radar for whatever the reason. I don't know. I just don't know why Canadians don't get behind it other than the World Juniors, right? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, everybody. Canadian sports fans around the world and you viewers in Canada as well. You're looking great. It is episode number 629 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. Although, uh, maybe as we do like our themes on the program, maybe as we welcome in the moose uh, in the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. I'm here in South Florida. He's in the Bermuda Triangle of the National Hockey League. Maybe a good theme, Moose. Aside from the normal comments from our viewers from Taco Time viewer takeover is maybe to come up with that slogan that you and I have hit writer's block on. Yes. Maybe it's no longer Canada's daytime sports talk show. What, what, what? is this talk show because we have over half of our viewers are in America. So we need to come up maybe with a new tagline and you and I haven't been able to do that. We're two pretty wild and crazy guys, but we haven't been able to come up with a new slogan for the RP show. And I'd like to get like North America's daytime sports talk show doesn't exactly roll off the tongue nor fit on a placard that you put on the third tee box at Deer Valley. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. So have you spent any time on this at all before I turn it over to the Rod Squad, that wild pack of rabid dogs that watches this show every day? No, I haven't. <laughs> no. I didn't Not think you had. No, no, me either, actually. Yeah. Me either. Uh, so, yeah, coming up on the program today, some, some of our favorite people. Uh, and I'm going to tell you this. For the viewers, if you want to know the roadmap of the show, hour one's going to be a lot of hockey. Hour two's going to be a lot of football. Period. Dave Randorf, the television voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, is going to be with us in hour one. And in hour two, our NFL insider, Tori Gurley. Okay, so those are the guests. And with that out of the way, would you please, Director Jordan, hit the Quick Six Show horn. Please and thank you. Uh, our Quick Six Show topics today, just so you know, involve these. NHL, our top five, bottom five. Great Cup stuff. Darren's NFL top five. Big hiring in the Canadian Elite Basketball League this morning announced with the expansion club and the CHL top 10 is out. And I feel like I feel like people are going to want to get our thoughts on the NHL suspensions uh, going back to that Leaf Jets game on Sunday night. So we'll get all of that's coming up just so you know. But point one from the National Hockey League. What did I tell you? Going to be a lot of hockey here in hour one. In Montreal, Andre Palat scored with 38 seconds to go, giving the Tampa Bay Lightning a 3-2 comeback win over the Montreal Canadiens Tuesday night in a Stanley Cup rematch. In St. Louis, Pavel Bushnevich scored a wraparound goal 53 seconds into overtime, and St. Louis beat Florida 4-3. Jonathan Huberdeau's goal with 532 remaining tied it for the third time. Alexander Barkov and Brandon Montour also scored for the Panthers, who've lost seven straight on the road. Uh, by the way... Let's call these one-timers, Moose, hey? Here's the yeah. one-timers from last night. In Buffalo, Trevor Zegras flipped a pass over the net to set up the go-ahead goal. Anthony Stolarz made 25 saves in Anaheim blank Buffalo 2-0. They were calling it on SportsCenter the greatest goal ever. Stop it. In Chicago, Blackhawks forward Juju Kara was stretchered off the ice after he was leveled by Jacob Truba in the second period of the Rangers' 6-2 win. Artemi Panarin had two goals and two assists 
past 500 points, and his Rangers have won seven in a row. In Edmonton, Cam Talbot made 38 saves against his former team in Minnesota, shut down Edmonton 4-1 for its seventh straight victory. The Oil have lost three in a row. They were dead last night. I watched that one. Anders Lee had two goals, and the New York Islanders snapped an 11-game losing streak with a 5-3 win over Ottawa. Should have kept Ebbs. Austin Matthews scored twice. Defenseman Morgan Riley set up four goals, and Toronto beat Columbus 5-4 to stop a two-game slide. Nick Ritchie scored his first goal in his 27th game with Toronto. Jack Campbell was sensational, making 28 saves for his NHL-leading 14th win. How about those Blue Jackets? We're very big in Columbus, Moose. Just so you know, we're carried on Buckeye Cable in Columbus. I've been getting a lot of mail from Columbus viewers. I just wanted to throw that out there. Patrick Laine did not play for the 13-11 and 11 Blue Jackets. Uh, he's got an oblique strain. Just a couple more. Detroit, Roman Yossi scored his first period goal. Ryan Johansson scored in a power play in Nashville, defeated the Red Wings 5-2. In Winnipeg, Manitoba. I watched that one too. Martin Neckass and Vincent Trocek scored power play goals to lead Carolina over Winnipeg 4-2. Sorry to say, Winnipeg, Urs, your Jets weren't really even in that game and you watched it so you know. And Thomas Hurdle scored his fourth career hat trick and San Jose used a three-goal barrage in the second period to beat Calgary 5-3. Dylan Dubé, Johnny Goudreau, and Adam Rizika scored for the Flames who dropped the final two games of a four-game roadie that started with two wins. So that's what happened in the NHL Tuesday. Before I get to my vaunted top five, bottom five, Moose, any thoughts on what went down in the National Hockey League on Tuesday? Barkov coming back is good for uh, for Florida, but... Uh, ah, he got hurt in the third. He got hurt I, in the third and left again. Just, I know, yeah. right? Like, that's good and then bad, and then they lose. And seven in a row on the road, I didn't realize that it, was, that it had gone to that many. Um, it was a tough night for Edmonton, tough night for Winnipeg. Um, so, and then, and then I know the goal you kind of said... Stop it. So I don't know if you want to talk about it or not. It was almost high sticking. It almost wasn't even a goal. Almost. I mean, hey, it's great for highlights and everything, but it's not the greatest goal ever. Bobby Orr, Bobby Orr scored the greatest goal ever. Bobby Orr. That's what I think. Yeah. People that are prisoners of the moment, as they say, recency bias, think Connor McDavid's goal against the Rangers was the greatest goal of all time. Wasn't even the greatest goal of the year. Ron Dugay and I... <laughs> agree on that. I, I still laugh about Duguay saying, Rod, for guys like you and me, we know it wasn't that great a goal, but everybody else thinks it's a great goal. I laugh about that all the time. <laughs> I know. That's so good. And the Zegra, it was cool, <laughs> like, setting him up, you know, because you think it's the Michigan, but he just flips it forward and tap it in. Creative, like, and his reaction was cool. So I like seeing the kids have some fun out there. Um, but you're right. I mean, there's there's a lot of great goals. I mean, Ovi's goal back over the you know, backwards, that was better. There's a number of them. Oh, yeah. I never heard back from our content creator, Nelson Vo. I sent him my top five, bottom five. Do we have the graphic, Clark? Is it ready to roll, or yeah, do we have it? Morning, so, so yes or no? Yes or no? At the moment, no. We do? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to do it anyways. Top five, bottom five, but there is no graphic for it. Are you ready, Moose? Yeah. Number one team in the National Hockey League are still the Florida Panthers. 38 points are 38 points. And they're the comeback kids. Never mind the seven-game road losing streak. Doesn't matter. They're still the best team in the National Hockey League by virtue of uh, pretty much every other stat. Number two team in the National Hockey League are the Washington Capitals. That game last week. Oh, we found it. Last week 
was for NHL supremacy. Florida beat Washington in overtime. Clearly, that means Washington's number two. Number three, how about those Minnesota Wild who have won seven consecutive hockey games and are running away with the Central Division? They're coming out of nowhere. Fourth place team are the Toronto Maple Leafs who got off the snide with the big win last night. And again, 38 points are 38 points. At number five are Daryl Sutter's rough and tumble Calgary Flames who just keep winning. They continue to lead what's been a tougher division than we thought, the Pacific Division. That's our top five teams in the National Hockey League, our bottom five teams in the National Hockey League. I hope you're sitting down because there's some new faces in the bottom five. The 28th team in the National Hockey League are the Philadelphia Flyers who fired their coach and still can't win. Philadelphia Flyers was nine in a row they've lost. Um, kind of went back and forth on the 29th team, whether it would be these guys or the Seattle Kraken. Seattle's got some wins. They beat the Oilers the other night. So it's the Chicago Blackhawks that are 29th. It's kind of looking like they are who we thought they were. The 30th team is the Vancouver Canucks who made a coaching change and did win in the debut for Gabby the other night over L.A. So Vancouver is 30th. They're moving on up like George and Wheezy. 31st team is the Montreal Canadiens, who have lost four in a row, including the Stanley Cup rematch last night. The GM change did nothing for Les Habitants. They're the second-worst team in the NHL and the worst team in the National Hockey League. Congratulations, Arizona. You're posting a wire-to-wire finish as the worst team in the NHL. Are they even still in the league? They're making a That's great your top case. five, bottom five. They're making a great case yeah. for relegation to be added to the NHL. Um you know, it, it's good. I'm just looking at, you know, some of the, you know, people that might or teams that might have been left off. I mean, the Islanders won, but they've won once in their last 10. Buffalo, same thing, five in a row they've lost and, you know, only one win in their last 10. On the other side, teams that have played pretty good as of late. Dallas has won seven in a row and nine of 10. They're kind of moving up, probably not to the top uh, five for you. And then the Rangers have won seven in a row and nine of 10 as well. Chris Bird watching in King City, Ontario says, no graphic, no problem. The RP show is the theater of the mind. Darren Workman watching in Salt Lake City says, theater of the mind is the best kind of theater. Kind of, but it's not a radio show. Sometimes I wish it was because that's so much fun. Pink's watching. Todd Pinkney, one of our P1s, biggest Philly Flyers fan I know. He says, woot, woot, we finally made it. <laughs> Let's go Flyers. Man, do they suck. And I was so happy to see him the night before Thanksgiving down here. One week ago tonight, I can't, I couldn't believe how bad they played. It was very similar to the Vancouver Canucks on opening night in Edmonton. I'll say it again. You were right beside me. I think you can attest to this. It's like, I can't tell how bad they are because they're playing so bad. Like, I can't tell how talented they are because they're playing so bad. And you came away kind of in love with Connor Garland and some of those guys on Vancouver. Erickson didn't do a blinking thing. Or, um... Not Louis Erickson. Um, OEK. Elias Pedersen didn't do anything. Pedersen didn't do anything that day. But that's my point. It's hard to tell whether these guys are good or not because they're collectively as a team playing terribly. Yeah. And that's the Philadelphia Flyers. Anyways, uh, it is 11 11. It oh. is. Yeah, Central Time for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. The Opportunity Portal is opening, Moose. Are you stepping through it? I think you are. Yes. Thank you. Jennifer from the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Jennifer from the Four Seasons Sports Palace is watching, and she says, the Rangers are looking fabulous as well. Yeah, what I say? Seven in a row. 
with the win last night in Chicago. Uh, Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York says, might as well add the Devils 0-3-1 in their last four. And the three losses weren't even close. <laughs> There's a lot of streaking teams. I feel like Will Ferrell in... Um, old school. Old school. We're going streaking! Uh, Just which way are you going? Yes. Uh, by the way, watch the movie Four Christmases last night for the first time. You ever watch that show? Vince Vaughn, right? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. That's good. Can we do a poll one day? What's the best Vince Vaughn movie? I'm going to put Old School in there. I'm going to put Four Christmases in there. I'm going to put Wedding Crashers yeah. in there. And I mean, it could be The Breakup, the one with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Couples Retreat. Oh, that was good. The Dilemma. Let's think with, about with it for Paul a while. Bart. Let's that think about good. it for a while. <laughs> Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says, My wish came true already. The Utah Utes are in the Rose Bowl. Little old lady from Pasadena. That's where the Rose Bowl is played, by the way. Um, do, 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 do. Poll question, by the way. I was mentioning the poll. This one's got hotcakes. From Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, the poll question today. Should Canada boycott the Beijing Olympics? 69% of respondents saying, yes, Canada should boycott the Beijing Olympics. The USA is... Now the United Kingdom is, we learned this morning. I'm going to defer and take the wussy way out and say, I don't know enough about it right now. Otherwise, I would have voted no. We shouldn't boycott it. And as of now, Canada has not. But we say there may be some rumblings to the contrary. Moving on. Oh, okay. Now the, now the viewers are chiming in, and I appreciate that. Darren, Ryan, both say dodgeball. Oh, Sheesh. yes. How about We that? might have to have, like, Eight options or a bracket, as you're fond of doing, because he's been in so many great movies. Um, point four already, just in the time we have left here in this particular section, and then we'll break and come back, is Grey Cup stuff. This is going to leave everybody hanging on the edge of their seats. Here's the news from this morning, from Wednesday morning at Grey Cup festivities in Hamilton. Dane Evans will start at quarterback for the Hamilton Tiger Cats in Sunday's Grey Cup against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Evans was perfect off the bench in the CFL East Final Sunday, completing all 16 passes attempted in Hamilton's 27-19 victory over Toronto. The 28-year-old from Oklahoma came on in relief of an ineffective Jeremiah Masoli. Evans made three starts this season compared to nine for Masoli and two for David Watford. The issue with the Ticats starter was the second question at the coaches' news conference this morning. Hamilton coach Orlando Steinauer said choosing between the two quarterbacks wasn't easy, calling them both A people and A quarterbacks. So that's the news there. We're going to have to break, but I'm going to dangle something here, and that is major rumor going around about one of the key coaches in Sunday's Grey Cup that he will be coaching his last game in the Canadian Football League. Spicy. How about that? And that's all I'm going to say for now because we're going to come back and debate it more. So for you South Florida hockey fans, that was a lot of hockey talk in hour one. I hope you appreciate it and I hope you enjoyed it because when we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, Canadian Hockey League's top tens come out. Big games tonight in the dub. Uh, CEBL, as I mentioned, Canadian Elite Basketball League, huge hiring of a former Miami Heat player. Ha! And that's something how things all tie in together, Moose. 
more on that NHL suspension talk. And your NFL top five, you're ready to go with that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this has been the warm-up, and we'll be right back. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio on rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.